from the I don't know what to say. I'm just speechless. To the We see all sorts of life-changing moments at McKinney competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles and more from just £2 a ticket. No purchase necessary. For competitions, rules and conditions, see McKinneyCompetitions.com. The kids coming through Fight like 7 watch Bruce Lee and that could be a mixture of the, the Cobra Kai TV series and everything that people are getting more in the martial arts. Yeah. Martial arts is now sort of cool again. Do we fitness classes for all the sort of NHS staff and teachers? Oh yeah. To try and help with their mental health because we taught under pressure what way can they give back? Do you and like Conor McGregor? Well, five years ago, yes. Right. Uh, now because of how he does stuff, the, it sort of looks bad on the martial art aspect. So kids now don't like right now but kids we teach like don't like Conor now. Where right. four or five years ago he was he was the man because he was respectful and he was tanking everyone and then he turned in. He just got too big for his boots. That's what's gonna happen when someone gives you so much money and so much control and power. It's, people use it different ways, unfortunately. And Michelle McKeown opened up to all the community groups. Straight away they got back and they're all booked out. So these are all free classes. These are all free, yeah. yeah. And we have the motto here that uh, every belt's the same. The reason why I'm a fifth down black belt is because I'm here doing Taekwondo 26 years. The reason why the five-year-old isn't a black belt yet, because only five. A lot of you will recognise that as the voice of Cahill Fagan. Certainly anybody who has had any interest in uh, martial arts, uh, Taekwondo, or their kids have had any involvement over the years. Cahill has built his Dojang school in Uri, but the Silverbridge man, he's also well known in the community for the work that he did during lockdown, um, teaching classes to nurses and teachers. And he's now brought self-defense classes, free self-defense classes for girls. Here's Cahill now to talk about everything Taekwondo. Hi Cahill. Hello, um, how's I'm things? here in, in Uri, in your Dojang.net. Yeah. Um, and this space is amazing here. And you wouldn't even know. We were to- just talking about it that you wouldn't even know that it was here, and you know what's inside these doors when you come in. So if you just um, maybe describe how, how you how you got this place for starters. Yeah, well, this place here it was always a dream in martial arts to have your own dojang, and some people call it a dojo in Japanese, but Taekwondo what I do is Korean, so it's dojang, and it sort of came to the stage we needed a base. So myself and my friend Andrew came up one day and seen it and I couldn't imagine it would work because it was just concrete floor, a boat in the corner, but he just said to me, Cal, just look around and think what you can do. Visualise it. Visualise yeah. it. And I'm usually good at visualising stuff, but I still couldn't imagine it. And when was this? This is now, oh, it must be five years. It was right. the summer 2017, that's what it was. So July, August 2017 and... We were leaving one hall. One hall was getting renovated, we renting out a uh, space, a gym, and then we had like our own place. And only the first class, then we realised, oh, this is something special. And then from there, it's been growing and growing and growing. There's pictures in the wall and yeah, memories now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I see Bruce Lee over there on the wall. I'd say that that's a, a big inspiration for you. Oh, it is indeed, yeah. Bruce Lee. And even the kids, like, some people... People think the new kids coming through won't know who that is, but they do come in and they point the wall. Oh, there's Bruce Lee. Oh, really? Do yeah. they still watch his movies and stuff? The most do. I thought that was gone. I know. I know the generation say the the teens now it was gone, but the kids coming through five, six, seven watch Bruce Lee, and that could be a mixture of the the Cobra Kai TV series and everything that people are getting more in the martial arts. Yeah. Martial arts is now sort of cool again. 
It, was, it goes to six wings and roundabouts, isn't it? Yeah. I was chatting now boy for uh, from America, and the reason why he started in the seventies because of the Karate Kid. Oh yeah. And uh, everyone was martial art crazy, and then it stopped for years. Now they're all going crazy again over in the states, and the same here in Yuri. Which is brilliant for you. Oh, it's great! It's great. People like it's like I did every sport and football and everything. Of course, you have to where you're from, but martial arts is for an individual who wants something different, and it's good to have these doors open to every person. Yeah. You have a few now. How many um, do you have now? We've we've four clubs. We've a club in Yuri, club in Silverbridge, a club in Loud Village, I said in Dock, and we op- reopen our club there in Belfast. Yeah. So we're sort of trying to get that whole what M M one road sort of sort of the jurisdiction of all the students in the area. So over the years, I'm teaching now for myself club since 2008. Right. So that's about 14 years. Wow. So it's going, it's going good. And how many students would you have now overall in all of, between the clubs? We have probably 200 students now from the very first class. The very first group we had you was You won 10. at one point. You, you well, we moved to one point one now in Yuri because of the full-time yeah. premise. Yeah. It's a, uh, we were trying to try to get more instructors. My whole, whole idea was to have like a martial arts club in all the community areas in the district of the council. But uh, unfortunately that didn't work yet. Yeah. Hopefully in the near future, maybe we'll do that that's, dream. That's still a plan. Oh, it's a plan, yeah. Because I have a lot of students that are 20, 21, that have been with me for 10 years. And I'm hoping at some stage they want to open it themselves. Do you find that students come um, stick at it a lot? Or Yeah, there's a, there's a sort of... In Taekwondo, there's 10 belts. and My daughter was actually in your class in Warren Point. I'm just sort of remembering this now. With Miss when she was probably. when she was when she was small, um, she didn't stick at it now. But uh, see, it's hard. It's routine. If someone came for five classes in a row, they're staying for a year. Right. If someone came for five classes over two months, they're not coming back. Yeah. It's the routine. Once they get into it, the one because kids see that sort of primary school age, they'll forget about something very handy. But if it's routine twice a week for a couple of weeks, they realise, oh, we have to go to taekwondo. Yeah, and then in Taekwondo was saying ten belts. This first three or four or five belts, if you keep them down, you keep them forever. But it's trying to keep them. And what I do differently is to keep it active, keep it changing up all the time. I never like to teach the same class twice. Right. We do the same thing twice, three times, but never the, the same way and same style. So to keep things fresh. Just explain what Taekwondo is exactly. You know, compared compared to like the other martial arts, like you know, judo and. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. What what is Taekwondo? So, so Taekwondo is a self-defense martial art from Korea, South Korea, and it's sort of kicking and punching and defending ourselves in that way. We try and keep the distance compared to other martial arts. It's known our awareness and surroundings and how to use our leg to use that for defense. And we do have a sport aspect of fighting as well, which is quite similar to kickboxing fighting. But the whole Taekwondo about the mental, about the discipline, about the structure, the blocks, the movement, the defending. First and foremost. Yeah. And is that have you always done Taekwondo or have you done the other, other martial arts? Yeah, well, five years of age, my mom and dad brought me in to the sports centre in Yuri to start Taekwondo and been with it ever since. When I went to university, I tried every martial art to see if something else would attract me as well. The Taekwondo was always a big part of me. I'd never leave it. But I wanted to see was there more out there for me and there wasn't just for me. People, like judo is great. All martial arts are great. I always say martial arts are perfect for everyone. But you have to find your martial art. You might want to throw someone, might want to grapple someone, might want to punch someone, might want to kick someone. And Taekwondo, we try and do all of that. And right. you have a choice of what aspect you want to go down when you get to a certain belt. 
And you start off with what, a white belt? We start a white belt, work our way through to the black belt. And the belts sort of signify different things. White means a beginner, else is learning. Yellow, but you're planting that seed in the ground. The green is the plant of the of the of the growth. The blue is going to the sky, and the red signifies danger, and the black is the opposite of white. So it's sort of a structure of someone. And we have the model here that uh, every belt's the same. The reason why I'm a fifth down black belt is because I'm here doing Taekwondo 26 years. The reason why the five year old isn't a black belt yet because only five. Yeah, I mean, you have, you've won, like, a, a lot. You are... Yeah, we're, we're you're, you're well-travelled. Like, you're what, sorry? We're well-travelled. <laughs> well-travelled, yeah, but you, you're, you like, a champion and you're, like, one yeah. of the best in the world, aren't you? Yeah, well, world medals. We won uh, World Club of the Year. I have 15 world champion students train with us. European titles, Irish titles. And you, but you yourself, personally? Yeah, yeah, I'm a world medalist as well. Yeah. And uh, I'm, like, 10 times Irish champion. Um, can't even keep no, track. No, I can't remember. <laughs> it's, uh, we actually have our trials now for the Irish team again now next week. So hopefully, after two years of COVID, we'll still keep that title of being the best in Ireland. Yeah, are there many clubs in Ireland that you? Yeah, so maybe there's could be ten thousand students in Ireland. Taekwondo is huge, especially in the south, in Cork and Dublin. It's massive. There could be a hundred clubs in Cork City alone. Yeah, which is crazy. Is there a lot of, um, you know, you think of martial arts as being quite mystical and is there a, a sort of a religion involved? Well, not not so much religion, but you know what I mean, spirituality? Yeah. Well, our founder, General Che, he believed that uh, Taekwondo was a religion and it was the only religion that brought every religion together. So that was his motto. So I have the like, bomb of the It's kind of like Buddhism or something like that, isn't well, it? It's a... Well, Korean, some of the patterns have names of different founders and Buddhism is a lot... But then Christianity's in it as well, and Muslim and all in it. And the reason why the the founder wants all religions together because he wants to build a peaceful world for everyone. So that's the whole. Which you think is kind of counterintuitive when it's involving, you know, yeah. fighting. But well, one of the reasons why Taekwondo was invented because the Japanese army invaded Korea, and the right. Koreans fought back using Taekwondo. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and our, our our founder was actually he's Korean, but was in the Japanese army because he had to go to the Japanese army, and then he fought back, and then all of a sudden overtook the Japanese from right. the Taekwondo, and that's why from this day the Taekwondo was learned to every single student and every person in Korea. Okay. Because of that reason. And how did it travel over here then? So whenever back in the fifties and sixties, General Che had fifteen masters, and he sent them to each continent. And some two different continents. So Canada had two masters. UK and Ireland had one master, part of Europe and Egypt. All the big countries back in the 60s. And their job was to get black belts and spread it more. Right. There's there's millions and millions of students all over the world now in Taekwondo. And who taught you? Well, I learned from Mr. Farrell in the sports centre in Uri. Yeah. And, then, and was he a master? No, no, no. he wasn't a master. He was just an instructor. And then my current instructor now is a grandmaster, Grandmaster Nichols. And he's actually the vice president of the whole world. And where is he from here? Oh, he's London based. So I, I, I'm the head of, of Northern Ireland okay. and I answer to him and that's what I learned from him. I was in Cork two weeks ago learning from him and every once a month we try and meet up to, to embrace and learn the new moves and Taekwondo constantly involves. So what's a better way to learn? We, yeah. That's what we teach then. Yeah, it's, it's quite, um, it's fascinating. I didn't realise all, all that history of it. The only thing I... I remember, you know, when I'm talking about Bruce Lee mm. there, I was like watching the Bruce Lee films, you know, yeah. and stuff like that when I was a kid. The fighting's quite similar, the whole like sort of shouting and moving back and leading foot and all. 
but like, it became the normal class that we've lanes of students and they're bowing and they're, they're still yeah now I've, I have seen that because I do remember when I was telling you my daughter was doing yeah. this yeah you have to start off each class with the, the bow yeah. and the whole lot and the is there any significance to the white suits yeah well white's a, it's a pure colour it's it's meant to be a beginner neutral and the reason why the black belt is the last belt is because the dearest material back then was black so that's why black belt's a black belt okay so white was just everyone neutral everyone's the same right and so during lockdown now i know that you um you were very busy so we had fitness classes for all the sort of nhs staff and teachers oh yeah to try and help with their mental health because we thought under pressure what way can i give back if i give back in a way i can i use my strengths and my expertise and that was fitness classes to set the fence and awareness on on zoom yeah and it took off very well yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was just something that I thought. What way can can I help back? Because if it wasn't doing taekwondo, I'd try and do it another way. Whatever my strengths are, and that was a strength. So that was your way of giving back to the community yeah. during lockdown. Because you wouldn't have been able to have. Did you? You, mm. you there was nothing going on there. No, we were completely closed. I never left the sort of the house. Once a week, we left the house to get groceries. I'm sure like a lot of people, but. Business was closed, clubs were closed. My students were training every day on Zoom. Yeah, but that, that must have been di- quite difficult. Uh, it was. We, we sort of broke it down more of a, a fun sort of kick and punch and nothing too strenuous. And then eventually we got to go back outside and inside again. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so you're back at full strength now. And do you find you've, you've got even more numbers now? Well, more numbers, but even the students that are back there are more eager and hungrier to learn. I think because it was taken away... And all of a sudden, they realise, oh, I actually really like Taekwondo. I miss it. And then they're more eager. Because, like, uh, of course, you have students sometimes that, oh, why am I here? My mum and dad left me off. And they pushed me. But we're lucky enough, out of all our students, I couldn't even think of one or two that's, that doesn't want to be here. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're always in, you, you, like, you, there's a lot of competitions, you know, throughout the country. You're involved in an awful lot of competitions oh, I, all, yeah. year, all year. All year round. We try and travel to every tournament in Ireland and across Europe. So our goal this year is to get a team of, of Black Bass ready for the World Championships in Holland in July. And it's going to be a good one because because of the COVID, people want... It was meant to happen two years ago in Korea and people missed out on it. So it's been two years, four years in the waiting, actually. supposed to actually in Korea? Yeah, so oh, there's I'm Holland hoping. instead. Still, so, that's pretty nice. Closer, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully, Korea will open up. But again. Korea would be amazing. Have, be, have you been there much yourself? No, not yet. That's that's why that was going to be hopefully a stepping stone that that wants to go in. There'll be a, a better relationship and hopefully go back and forward and teach over there. Oh, really? Was is that the plan? Like, well, yeah. Plan is to develop sort of friendships all over the world and hopefully go and sort of teach and and hopefully in the future, a few of my students that will move abroad open up clubs for us yeah so that's the long term do you goal. have uh, what about the age demographic like I, you always think of it as you know kind of kids doing yeah. taekwondo but do you get a lot of older people yeah we do yeah well like if we have we've a lot of people in their 40s and some people in their 50s men and females and starting taekwondo in their 40s so it, it's hard a lot of people start because their child started right so they treat with their child and go oh you have another class yeah yeah come on down and then they try it is it hard? Because, I mean, for, for older people to start it, because, no. you know, it involves a lot of flexibility, I would imagine. And <laughs> everyone that always started at that age always say, I wish I had a started younger. Yeah, well. And they always say yeah. that. I mean, that's probably a number of things, but they always say, I wish I had a started younger. But they might stay better because every week they're achieving something. 
where a kid might achieve something every once a month, get slightly higher kick, but or an adult that hasn't done nothing before will get better every week. So that's probably one of the reasons why they want to go back because they're feeling achievement straight away. Yeah. Get ready to shake up summer with the Get Active ABC Sunshine Fill Programme for kids and families. Get set for land-based adventure at our summer schemes, or why not get adventurous and maybe get wet at our Splashtastic Water Sports Summer Programme. There are so many things to do, and all we need is you. See getactiveabc.com summer for all the details. Now you did something very. You have the um, the classes for self defense classes for for girls. Yeah. Now this was something that you have you've been trying to get going for quite a while, and the, obviously the tragic, you know, Ashing Murphy, um, you know, her death um, brought this self defense for women to the fore. Yeah. So you um, got involved with the council. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. Well. Because of my expertise in self-defense and martial arts, and I was saying I want to give back, I always wanted to go to schools and hospitals and, and workplaces like like local workplaces in Yuri, like Norbrook and Forster Rivers and all to try and get basic self-defense and awareness. Because it's it's hard to walk back to your car at night time on your own and what happens if something happens. And so I approached the council because of the reasons, Ashley Murphy and different attacks in Yuri that could be opportunity to get into these community groups. Yeah. And... Uh, for the first time and I've been training now maybe 10 years to jump in, jump in the chats and Michelle McKeown opened up to all the community groups straight away they got back and they're all booked out so these are all free classes these are all free yeah, yeah. So these are all free teacher classes we, we had our first one last week in Crossman Lane and it went great and now we're going this week we have one in Mayo Bridge one in Dorsey and one in Uri so it's just basic awareness what if this happens walking back to your car walking to work like self defence, my classes isn't going to make you be able to defend yourself to every opponent coming towards you because that takes time. Yeah. But it could make you aware what to do straight away. And that initial extra seconds, extra awareness makes a huge difference. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to cover. Because it isn't about strength. No. You know, you don't have to be bigger. That's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah, that you're not bigger than your you some man is, you know, going to attack some girl, the chances are he's going to be bigger than her. Mm-hmm. But this isn't what Self-defense no. isn't about size. Martial art, like, like, the, like there's our friend our there, he's, he's really five foot two. And yeah, he, and Bruce Lee was a small man. Bruce Lee's a small man. BJJ, uh, one of the greats, he's, he's a small man. Martial art was designed for the smaller man to beat the bigger man. Right. By using their size, their weights. But of course, if someone has skills martial art, it's bigger and smaller, bigger might win because a bit more stronger and heavier. But an average person... And a smaller person, these wee drills and techniques will help them get away, get safe. Yeah. And you think there's definitely a need for it now? Oh, it's a huge need, yeah. We've, I've, I've local high schools, like Joseph's and Yuri have texted me now, looking, come in to do their staff. And like people are a bit more aware of nurses and doctors bring me for private classes. Like it's, it's something that could be brought into schools. Like there's nothing stopping me going into, like, say, a primary school, let's say St. Ronan's and Yuri here, and teaching all the staff over five weeks. They could teach the students the simple wee drills. Yeah. And them drills, you'll remember it forever. If you teach a seven-year-old something over and over again, 20 years' time, I remember doing that in such and such. Yeah. Like, it's something, like, we're teaching 48, finally they're teaching 48 the kids in school. 
weren't the, the parents weren't taught first aid in school no. I wasn't taught first aid in school no I wasn't either so like now they're doing that there but why does it take 20-30 years for something like that to happen yeah it's, I never actually thought of that it's bit, things. these are things that should be just li- life skills that are oh, life skill, necessary life skill, yeah because yeah. like, I, I, I'm a qualified school teacher and I used to work in the, near the SRC and we used to do like courses every year teaching courses learn how to read a computer better learn how to use YouTube better yeah. this is something that I could do on my own why don't they bring in a martial artist to teach me how to defend myself that's me saying that as a martial artist bring someone else in as well like yeah. bring all these people in like, and hopefully maybe schools might reach out and do that there are teacher staff staff teachers students yeah, PE because sessions. once you know the skill, you can teach it. You can teach it on. It's yeah. not a case of you having to bring in an expert all the time. That's the thing. My whole motto is like I want to give my knowledge out so they spread it. Like that might be a bad idea in a business term, but martial art isn't about business. It's about expressing your knowledge. It's expressing yeah. out to everyone. Like realistically, you imagine if everyone in Yuri knew Taekwondo, that'd be a crazy war. That'd be a great war in my eyes. But everyone you and Yuri knew one technique, two techniques. It doesn't matter to learn from Cahal Fagan to learn from anyone. It's just get that knowledge out there. And there's plenty of martial artists in the areas that could deliver that for the councils and local government. I've contacted the MLAs as well, so hopefully they'll come back and push it forward. Yeah. Do you have, um, yeah, how many, did you say, did you tell me already how many um, teachers you actually have? We have about 10 instructors teaching, and these are 10 adults, and we have a couple of sort of assistant, assistant instructors, like 15, 16, 17 year old girls. And my goal was to get them in now in the schools when they're six and seven year because of extra time six and seven year because less subjects and start teaching their peers. Yeah. That's that's my goal. Like so if I have uh, loads of good black belts in every school in Yuri, the high schools, the grammar schools. So what's stopping them with teaching it? A black belt actually means teacher. Right. So that's your teacher. How long does it take to get a black belt? Well, if you if an adult come and they came flat out all the time. The quickest time they, they can go for it is five and a half years, but that's that's exceptional. Like that's perfect every day of the week training. A normal person seven eight years, but a black belt. Like I'm a I'm a fifth dan, so it means I've sort of five black belts. Yeah, what does that mean, fifth dan? So it goes in dance, the first, second, third, the highest is ninth. Okay, so when the a fifth dan, I'm an international black belt, which means I can teach everything around the world. Where a first, the second, third dan can only assist right. an international instructor. So they only have the brief knowledge for small belts, right? Should have the knowledge for all belts. Yeah, and and how do you intend to like? Would you is your goal now to get up to the the top? Yeah, well, my goal is just it's it's one belt at a time. I just I don't wear my dan on my belt because I I believe it's just I'm just a black belt. Right. I I don't want anyone like me looking better than anyone I think everyone's the same as I mentioned earlier on the reason why I'm a fifth Dan because I'm at so many years Yeah. I want to make sure everyone knows that they're the same level as me and the reason why I'm slightly better because I'm a longer I'm more knowledgeable but they have the potential to come to, to me or overtake me that's why I don't wear my Dan okay it's just, yeah, that's just you being modest about it yeah yeah because like my whole goal is growing up as a taekwondo was people be I didn't really care about being a fourth, fifth, sixth dan. Like my instructor was really a third, fourth dan. I've overtaken him, so like it's it's means nothing to me the extra dance. Like it would be nice someday. A seventh dan means master, so it'd be nice someday to be a master. But at the moment of my life, I don't feel like that's even close. Yeah. What What are you? Do you have any uh, opinions on on MMA? 
Well, I, 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 love MMA. I travel all over the world watching MMA. Because it's quite controversial, you know. Yeah. Um, about the. See, it's 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 their way. The the, the 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 rules of it and whether it's you know. It see it gets a bad light, but then I'm sure boxing will go back like back in the forties and the fifties. It depends on what you watch. If you watch two skillful martial artists, yeah, and, and respectful, that's great. But if you're watching two street thugs fighting, you go, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And unfortunately, MMA does have a lot of sort of thugs in the sport, if because they're coming from a martial uh, MMA background. If they're coming from a martial art background, either BJJ, judo, taekwondo, or not there, they're more discipline, as we're seeing the start with the bowing. Yeah, that that there. Was but the fact of MMA is that it's kind of a mixture of anything. So you can yeah. come from any. You could be just you know a street fighter basically, yeah. and you're putting somebody like that up against a martial artist. But so, it's still always controlled though, because the referee there. So, but then it's it's. I know it looks barbaric. It, it, it looks like it always looks like you know they're allowed to get away with a lot more than in in boxing and stuff oh, like I, that. Yeah. So is it more dangerous? Oh, it would be surely. Yeah. Well. They're, and you're in, and you're enclosed in a. You can't get out of your cage. cage. Yeah. But see, it's it's a uh, because the cage now makes it worse looking. If that cage had been a boxing ring, or had just an open area like a manned area, it might look as bad. Yeah. I, I think there's really like maybe two or three deaths ever in MMA history, and there's three or four or five deaths every year in boxing. So yeah. boxing is probably more dangerous. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. If you put it that way, but then again, that's same as car accidents and airplane accidents. It's, it's stats and you make stats any way you want. Yeah. But MMA, no MMA. If if it was more traditional and more respectful, like we, you had, like they say, Conor McGregor in Ireland, like respectful, respectful, and also did not and put a bad lightness, like at the four or five years ago, like should have come because of Conor McGregor. Do you and like Conor McGregor? Well, five years ago, yes. Right. Uh, now, because of how he does stuff, the it sort of looks bad on the martial art aspect. So kids now don't I right not going by kids we teach like don't like Conor McGregor now. Right. Where four or five years ago he was he yeah, was the man yeah, he was. because he was respectful and he was tanking everyone and then he turned in. He just got too big for his boots. That's going to happen when someone gives you so much money and so much control and power. It, people use it different ways, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Do you do a lot of actual fighting yourself? Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting ready for the Irish team trials now in two weeks' time, the sixth of March. So, uh, and how does that? What way would you train for that now? Well, training like taekwondo because it's a lot of fast movements. They do a lot of sort of fast exercises like sprinting, and leg movements, and squatting, and some upper body because they fight a heavyweight. They have to be sort of strong. And like taekwondo, it's it's full contact, so it's there's knockouts allowed. It's very rare there is knockouts because the referee is in control. So there's knockouts allowed that are controlled. So it can't be the big mass swing. That's not allowed. So everything taekwondo has to be sort of skillful, if that makes sense. Yeah. Would you ever think of getting into the refereeing end of it yourself? Well, we do. Re- I referee local tournaments whenever they need me to. So it's I let things go a bit more probably than other because because of because of the way they fight out heavyweight is sort of more heavier. But uh, I do help out in national tournaments. If I had world tor- tournaments, I don't know. A bit rather the coach instead. Yeah. So what's the plan? What's what's next on the agenda now in terms of your your schools here and you know expanding and yeah yeah we're hoping that this is keep growing in Yuri and our Silver Bridge Club especially because we're two biggest clubs and get more students more black belts by the end of the year hopefully a few world titles in July like uh, I don't really care about myself getting titles it's more the students 
I want them to win. I want them to do better. I always say that they have to do better than me. And I keep trying to push them. That's the reason why I still fight. Because I want to show them here. I'm still fighting. I'm still competing. I'm still winning. What's stopping you? And it seemed to work. Because for years there, four or five years, I didn't fight ever. I stopped fighting. Because it was coach, coach, coach. And I thought I'd go back fighting. Did you miss it when you were? You missed it when you are at the tournaments. You didn't miss uh, the training part. You didn't miss it when you were at the tournament going, okay, I won that title. I could have won that title. Yeah. I could have beat him. That sort of thing. But then... When the students go, oh, Mr. Fagan, here's my gold medal, here's my silver medal, going, oh, that's that was more important. Yeah. And then the older students, I wanted to show them here, come on, let's go, let's lift up a level. If I can do it, you can do it right now. So. It's about motivation a lot, then. Yeah, it's motivation for them, more first and foremost. Like, like it's just different black belts in their forties and fifties still fighting, and they're probably doing the same reason as well because they want to motivate their students and show, here I'm fighting forty years, thirty years, why aren't you fighting today? Yeah. And do you find um, that, you know, you said like the students stay stay with you a lot. Mm-hmm. Do, do you do you determine, how do you determine when they're ready for their next belt? Is it, Do they do have, have, how do they have in competitions and you just, ju- do you just judge them? Yeah, so we have a grading. So for example, like in our Newry Club, the start of the year there, we taught, we know gradings soon because the students, we're back from Christmas, they weren't at, at the right level. But over the last sort of two weeks, uh, myself and Aoife, who teaches here also, went, oh, students are doing well. So we do like a mock reading and it's, uh, it's like a test to see if they're ready to go for the belt. And yeah. then we bring either a master in or I can grade them up up to a certain belt. But anyone going for black belt, we always bring a master in because I want a master to go, yes, he or she should be a black belt or should yeah. be a black tag. Instead of me going, because I, because you might be a bit biased, even though I'm probably, I probably feel them more because I'm, I'm expecting more from them maybe. But uh, we, a good relationship with masters all over Ireland. Like Master O'Neill from uh, Wicklow comes up every so often. He's an eight dan master, and he. And do you helps call us. each other by your titles, like? Yes, so yeah. it's, it's, so he comes in. It's, it's always Master O'Neill. It's never his first name. Like even Grandmaster Nichols, I ring him on the phone. It's hello, Grandmaster Nichols. It's never. So it's very formal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Even though to keep to keep saying you no, know, call me. By my first name, but it doesn't seem seem right when it was Taekwondo terms. Like it's if it's we're, like a different, yeah. Yeah, even my student, like, like say we go to a tournament and the adult students were going for a beer after a tournament. They, they say, Mister Fagan, know, just call me Kyal, but they can't because used to that, sir and everything. Yeah, so yeah. It's just to keep sort of even our younger black belts we call them sir and miss and ma'am and right. to show that authority. And then the kids sort of the younger kids say thirteen, twelve, thirteen, oh. Someday I'll be Mr. Yeah, or yeah. Master or Grandmaster. Because <laughs> yeah. it's great to see that their achievement for them. And in terms of, um, you know, you say you're getting ready um, for competition. Do, do you have to eat a certain way as well? Yeah, so well. Does, does we, that all come into it? Yeah, weight classes as well. Like a couple of students are trying to lose weight at the moment to make that weight class so they can be able to compete if they're a pound over or an ounce over they can't fight oh really I didn't yeah. realise it was like y- y- that weight actually came into it oh it is yeah weight, weight even for the 12 year olds just weight okay. so it's but we we never let anyone under 18 cut weight so whatever weight they are they fight because we don't they believe, fight at that weight yeah that's, that's, that's our our way clubs yeah because opposite. that would be probably not uh, good for uh, anybody no. uh, you know around that age it wouldn't be good for them to you know, be monitoring their weight. Tell the fourteen-year-old girl you're too heavy. Yeah, no, that would not. And be even good. they're too heavy by a kilo, like it's it's. It's something that would get into their mindset, even though it's, 
it's probably just purely for the discipline yeah. of the sport. It doesn't mean that they're overweight. It just even they they might know that, but still in the back of their, their head. head yeah. So we we when they're eighteen, that would tell them if they're too heavy. Really? Even then, an eighteen-year-old girl telling an eighteen-year-old girl. Yeah, but they, they're not. It's then they then they yeah, know that they, this is in terms it. of the sport. We never say what weight you're fighting at. They come and go. Okay, I'm fighting at this weight. Like, okay, grab what weight are you now? Okay, you're two kilos over her weight. Let's get loose. And how do you do? You have to lose it. Um, you know, would you have to lose it in a very short space of time? No, we sort of know. Like, sort of like like the girls are getting ready now. The fight now in two weeks' time, so yeah. they knew a month ago. So they started about about four weeks. And they're only losing two or three kilos, so it's nothing too, too mad. Yeah. But it's like it's like you see, you go to tournaments the way in the day before, and they're eating their, their nuts and no water, and flying over in a plane, and flying to Spain, and you just see them just drained and drained. And but that couldn't be good going into a fight. Surely you should be. Yeah, you but know, at your peak of. I know, like sort of, it was a UFC fighter two weeks ago, and he lost ten kilos in a couple of days. How would you get into a ring, and how would you fight in that, yeah. that condition? So it's like I'm lucky I don't have to lose any weight because I fight heavyweights, and so it's handy. That's... You probably have to gain weight at times, do you? No, well, no, I all sort of, I also lose a bit of weight just to be faster, but it's never, never drastic stuff like. Yeah, because probably a lot of um, fighters, you know, would, would not drink water. Would that water? Yeah, beforehand. Yeah, beforehand. I can't. I can't see how that could possibly be except, good for you getting into the for an hour and they're closed like, that's on. That's mad. Yeah, because, that's because you'd be just weak getting into the into the ring. But see, they usually have twenty four hours to recover, so they can get their food and get their electrolytes in and their glucose in to recover. Of course, they're not probably hundred percent recovered, but then each fighter is, is the same. So they have so the so the weigh in is. A day before, yeah, usually, yeah, and then you have twenty four hours to just regain, regain your your food, and, and your you water. Won't be, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's more of a technical thing than anything else. Because if you're gonna, if you, they're gonna weigh you the day before, and if you're not gonna be that weight when you actually get yeah, into the it's, ring, it's uh, like the people are calling it some in different martial arts as a cheap way. Like if I if I lost a couple of kilos in doing a weight, and also I'm ten kilos heavier, I have ten kilo advantage. There's one sport, uh, one FC, and they're like kids fighting and they don't weigh. They weigh you all year round. So if you're 65 kilos, that's the weight you fight at. Well, that sounds fair. It seems, it probably is fair because the likes of uh, McGregor, like he should be fighting three classes above his weight. So he goes down three weight classes. And then he... And then on the day of the fight, he's three weight classes heavier. And that's one of the reasons why... Could everybody not do that though? So then A lot of them do, but some people just... Cannot naturally get down that that light. Oh yeah, because yeah. You imagine if you have the height and you have the reach and you, you lose all that weight, you're dominating. Has there ever been questioning of this rule and people trying to change, get no, it changed? No, no, just just, just accept that that's the way it is. I know people are trying to stop. Like you watch on YouTube, like some especially women fainting while weight cutting. They're they're in a, a bath, a hot bath, cutting on the weight and going the weigh-ins and they faint. Because they have no, they have to be dragged. Yeah, away they have no energy. They have no energy. Because, yeah, it's hard to see. That's why Especially we. Especially if you, it couldn't be. It must be dangerous. Well, it was is dangerous. Yeah, because that's why we don't. We do, our students do cut really cotton to jockeys are kilos. the same. I just thought of that. Yeah, it's the same with jockeys and Formula One drivers as well. Be really, weight, Formula yeah. One. Yeah. Why would they have to be a certain weight? With the car. Right. You ever you ever see Lewis Hamilton's uh, training schedule? No. It's crazy. <laughs> Like he's as fit I as... just would not have thought of that. Yeah. You must presume he just does what he wants. No, no, his training schedule is crazy. He keeps a certain weight. I suppose I, when I, you think about I, it. I have a friend who's a barman in Las Vegas and uh, 
he has to do a weigh in before he works because <laughs> he has to be a certain weight or he can't work in the nightclub you're joking I swear to god <laughs> are you serious yeah yeah now okay give me the reasoning behind that well, he's uh, classified as a, a model barman Okay. That's his business. He showed me one day his business card and I was asking him why and he goes, we have to weigh in and if I, if I get my job say a 12 stone and I'm 12.02 or whatever, I can't work that night or I'm sacked. And do the, I assume that's the same for the females? Oh, same for the females, yeah. yeah. Well, the the attire is probably bikini for a female because all pool parties where his attire would be, well, probably be topless. So I never believed that until he showed me one day. That's mad. Well, yeah. I suppose when you think of, yeah, over in America, when you think of things like hooters and stuff yeah. like that, I mean, yeah. you have to look a certain way, right? Yeah. Or you're not going to get the job. That's true. But I suppose you know what you're signing up for. Well, that's true too, yeah. 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 So if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're willing to sign up for it, so then. Yeah. Anyway, we, this is, the conversation has <laughs> turned very <laughs> interesting now. Everything good. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's brilliant. And um, I hope that the, your, continue to expand and get more and more students i suppose with these um these classes these fitness classes or these um self-defense classes that you're doing now are there are they all booked out well all booked out but there's, there's going to be more and i made a facebook page called neary and said our mass have defense on facebook so people can add into that and and i'm constantly posting it i'm going to be running a five-week course now in in Uri at the end of march so and also one in Silverbridge at the end of march and there'll be more, more detailed stuff. Are the council involved in that? Or no, is that's just, just myself personally. Just yourself. Yeah. Was it hard to get the council on board for doing the, the classes? Well, because of before COVID, it was sort of, it was in their head by me approaching them. And then it was easier to get on board then. And it was, it actually, I'm actually surprised how many they actually spread out to. I thought it was going to be just one and done. Yeah. But be, like even for example, Colville is doing two classes: one one week, one the following week. For because many people are looking to go to it. Yeah. But I thought that they'd oh, they'll do one in Yeri, they'll do one in Silver Bridge, and they'll do one in Mayo Bridge, and that'll be it. But no, it seemed to be expanding. I'm hoping that the feedback, well, the feedback should be good. It was good so far that they might want to expand it more. Yeah, because this is something that all young girls should be. Yeah. You know, it's a sad situation that we're in that we have to even say that, but it's just something that. You know, they should, it should be in there. Young girls, a 17 year old or 18 year old mightn't go out to a youth club or a community center to do this because it's out of their comfort zone. Yeah, but if you've got it in the, cl- in the schools, the school. like yeah. you were saying, and having them teach themselves, you know, get somebody yeah. in there, you know, and the day they before learn. lockdown in 2020, we were next door in our ladies, and uh, Mr. Hackett brought us in, and we did the six years, and it was great. I was, and I'd say they love it. Oh, yeah, they love it because it's. It's fun learning something new and then going, oh, this works. And then and they're going home and they're showing their parents, grab my and wrist. Little their brothers, boyfriends or, or their brothers. big brothers. <laughs> Being able wrist. to beat up their big brothers. That's yeah. the things yeah. that they're going. And then they go, I want to learn more. And of course, there's, there's like, I asked loads of questions during the session the other day, but there's thousands of questions. There's, there's 10,000 answers. Yeah. Every answer is different. Just we keep everyone aware of what to do initially. That should be enough. And then everything else will be added on, hopefully. Yeah. All right, Carl. Thank you very much, Alan. Thank you. Thanks a million. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed listening to Carl there. I certainly learned a lot about martial arts, um, a lot of stuff that I didn't know. And um, I hope that it inspires you to get out there yourselves or get your kids out there and get involved. Remember to keep getting all of your news from Arma I, and I hope you join us next time for our podcast.
From the... I don't know what to say. I'm just speechless. To the... We see all sorts of life-changing moments at McKinney competitions. How would you react? Cars, houses, tech bundles and more. From just £2 a ticket. No purchase necessary. For competitions, rules and conditions, see mckinneycompetitions.com.